Welcome to Hebrews Faith, a podcast focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I thank you for tuning into this podcast episode. Before we start with today's episode, I'd like to say a prayer, so if you can and you're able to, please bow your head with me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have together, that we can share and teach each other things that need to be said, and that we seek guidance on. Just hope that what's said here today is fruitful and reaches out to those that need to hear it, and so that they understand that we all need help, and ultimately our help comes from you, but we also know that you gift others with the ability to help people as well in different ways so that we can all be united in one. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So today's topic is not so much a biblical one as it is personal, but I feel it is important nonetheless. We have to remember that teachers of the word are nothing more than humans as well. This means that they won't know the answer to everything that we ask them. We can look at John Piper and R.C. Sproul, for example. They are two well-known Reformed theologians in the century. And the reason why they sound like they know everything is because they've experienced what we asked them time and time again. But we also have to remember that they are human too. At one point, they didn't know things like repentance and salvation or how to be saved. So, it is uncaring and selfish for us to think that as bystanders and listeners of them, that only we are allowed to have doubts, fear, depression, and other feelings that can lead us away from God. Instead, we should draw attention to the fact that they listen to us far more than we listen to them. Now, if you're a Christian dealing with mental health issues and are afraid of the stigma of seeing a therapist or counselor, really I want you to do your best to ignore that fear. Reason being is that we should be there to support other Christians, whether directly or indirectly, and what they need to fruitfully serve God. Now, if you look at Colossians chapter 3, we can see in verses 16 and 17 that Paul kind of speaks about how we should behave in this matter. He says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Now what I get from this is what's more important is that we do things in the name of the Lord. We should not mock or chastise someone for seeking guidance outside of the Bible. Because yes, we do have that, but we also have evil which tries to blind us from seeing the truth. Just like how you and I experience moments of separation from God, so do teachers like pastors and elders. What we should do instead is help direct them to what we should do instead is help direct them to the best ways of making sense of what is going on. For example, look for a Christian-focused therapist or counselor if there's one in your area. Now, some might call this a pastor, but the difference is in the focus. A pastor is a teacher because they are a Christian. A Christian-focused therapist is a therapist who happens to be a Christian. This doesn't just pertain to pastors either. Anyone truly can and should seek guidance as necessary. There's spiritual and non-spiritual help. For example, your dentist can give you pointers on how to eat healthier, but a dietitian will be able to come up with a better long-term plan for you. And what you do, though, I want you to seek first the kingdom, no matter what it is. 
For example, in this scenario, I look at it as I need help to better understand how I can serve God when I get in my own way. If I can't serve Him in a way I feel fruitful anymore, then why do I do it? But I refuse to give up on the only one who won't give up on me. Now, if I could speak from personal experience on this matter, I've always had trouble with stress and anxiety, especially when it comes to certain aspects of my life. And I've tried to find answers through the Bible. I've sought guidance from pastors and things of that nature and just never really found an answer to what I was looking for. And maybe that's partially just me not knowing how to ask what I'm looking for or people not understanding what it is I'm truly seeking. But recently I started going to a therapist, a Christian therapist as well. And I feel it's really helped me to better understand how to apply myself to what the Bible says. I would definitely say one of the biggest things I've learned so far from going to see this person has been more so to have a focus of a Jesus-esteem approach to life instead of a self-esteem approach. Trying to do things through Jesus, trying to do things in the name of Jesus, and more or less building up the characteristics the best I can as to what being a Christian should be, which is to model and live through the life of Jesus Christ. It's not going to be easy. It's definitely not something that you're going to instantly change in one day and be fine and perfect. Sometimes you need guidance on how to handle it from a more personal or mental approach instead of just through the Bible and through the Word because while the Bible is a living Word of God, we are also human. We're also going to have situations that we may not be able to fully express or comprehend in a way that is healthy for us. And so we need that guidance to be able to travel through whatever it is that we're dealing with and be able to translate it into looking into the Bible when the Holy Spirit leads us to it. I think that's one of the biggest things that we need to keep in mind as well is just being Christian is not easy. It's possibly one of the hardest things that anybody will ever do because you're always going to be faced with struggles and you're always going to be faced with essentially fighting yourself on trying to do things. I when in church takes away time from watching TV and relaxing, but it gives you time to spend with God inside his house. So the question becomes, what's more important to you? And some people say church, and they'll go, and that's wonderful. Other people say that they don't need church, and that they can just be a witness to God in their everyday life without church. It's one of those things that you need to decide what's more important to you. And if you don't already know how to gauge that or how to feel about something, pastors are definitely people they can reach out to. But again, pastors are only going to be able to help you so much, especially when it comes to a situation that throws them out of their comfort zone, especially in situations that throw them out of their comfort zone. It's really just the fact that they're human just like us. And so we just need to keep that in mind when we speak to our pastor or our counselor that there's just certain things that they're not equipped to handle, or at least at that time. And we need to be self-aware. We need to be conscious of that and respect that they may not have the answers that we need right away and 
They might need us just as much as we need them as well. So, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. And I'll like to end this episode in a prayer. So again, if you're able to and wanting to, please bow your head with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the time that we've had together today in this episode and just being able to listen to what you're saying through this technology, this medium. Um, as that those who need guidance that may be afraid to seek therapy or talking to someone about what their issues may be, that they know that they're loved, that they're not going to be judged by you and that's the most important thing of all, that there's always people that you blessed with the gift to be able to help them guide through them or guide with them through whatever it is that they're facing. And that all they need to do is really just ask and through your will things will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now until next time, I hope I hope you have a blessed season of growth.